I know that structures can sound intimidating and can feel restrictive, but I really want to break down in today's episode that cultivating and creating some sort of structure, some sort of routine for your money can actually lead to freedom. And not just freedom for your wallet, but also freedom for your mind and to free up some energy and put it somewhere else. Make sure to listen through the end to get all the info on why creating financial structure leads to freedom. Welcome to Mind Money Balance. I'm your host, Lindsay Bryan Podvin. I'm a woman of color, popcorn connoisseur, and one of the first financial therapists in the United States. This is the weekly podcast all about making money feel good in your relationship. The No Guilt, No Shame podcast, so you can stand in your power as a couple. Let's go. In my late teens and early 20s, I tried out what I think a lot of young adults try out, which is, you know, kind of dabbling in the uh, the hippie phase, right? So I, I tried out the funky clothes and going to music festivals. P.S. This was long before Coachella was a thing. Like, I'm talking old school music festivals that didn't have like VIP glamping tents. That's a sidebar. I don't know why I'm bragging about my grody music festival days, but anyway, I have a point. So I tried out that that hippie phase because I think I was trying to find myself as we all try to do. But in particular, I was craving freedom and flexibility and flow and ease. And I thought that if I engaged in that community, that that is what I would find. And and I actually kind of found the opposite was true. You know, as I look back on that, that period in my life, and I found that I was actually way more anxious and irritable and cranky and on edge when I was kind of hanging out with that crew and engaging in that that behavior. And, you know, now that I'm, I'm a little older and wiser, I can reflect on why that might be. And let's rewind back to kids. You know, I love coming back to, to how we were raised and how we were socialized and, and how our little tiny brains develop into young adults. So we know that, that kids need guardrails or scaffolding so that they can feel safe, right? They need a a wind, W-I-N-D, not W-I-N-E. They need a wind down routine at night, right? They, they like, you know, it can be helpful to have them take a bath and read a little book before they go to sleep, right? They like a routine because when we don't have structure, when we don't have that predictability, it can create a lot of chaos and confusion, which can lead to to some of the things that I shared with you I experienced during that hippie phase, right? It can lead to irritability and acting out and being anxious and on edge. Let me try and Another metaphor or example for you. If you are learning how to swim and you are, it's safe for you to dive into the deep end and you jump into the deep end, and sometimes your instructor has you put on 
swimming wings or a life jacket, and sometimes they don't, it's actually going to be way more damaging than if they always put on some sort of flotation device or if they always left it off. Why? Because when we can predict what's going to happen, we can plan a response. So if I'm learning to swim and I always know I've got that life jacket on, I always know that even if I go under the water, I'm going to pop back up. And if I never put that life jacket on, I always know that I'll jump back in and I'm going to have to kick my legs and use my arms more to be able to pop back up right? So when we sometimes put on that flotation device and we sometimes don't, our body and our brain can't respond appropriately because we aren't sure if we're going to pop back up to the surface or if we're going to have to work really hard to get back up to the surface, right? Which is why routines and predictability are so important. Let's figure out why this is so important when it comes to structuring our personal finances. So if you have my book, The Financial Anxiety Solution, I go into this in one of the chapters of the importance of cultivating structures. And if you've taken my course, Clarify for Couples, it's based on this idea of creating structures. So let's talk about why I talk about this in my book and in my courses and in my work with clients. Because the way that our brains work is we are constantly making decisions. We are constantly deciding what we're going to eat for lunch and what time we're going to go to bed and who we're going to text back first and which project we're going to start on at work, right? We are always making decisions and research shows that we make somewhere between 15 and 25,000 decisions a day, right? In these little tiny seemingly meaningless decisions, they add up over time. And they start to create something called decision fatigue, which is why if you go to a restaurant and they hand you a menu that is like a book, right? It's got a page of apps. It's got a page of salads. It's got a page of soups, a page of veggie meals, a page of seafood, et cetera, et cetera. That's why it's so hard to decide what you're going to order compared to if you go to a restaurant that has a basically like an invitation-sized menu. It's got two appetizers, it's got three entrees, and it's got two desserts, right? It's so much easier then to choose what you're going to order because your brain is not overwhelmed with decisions and it's not stuck in that place of decision fatigue, right? You know that I've talked about in past episodes that the clients who tend to work with me really suffer from from overwhelm, right? Like they like to do a lot of research. They like to make sure that they're they're doing the right thing, which can create this, this paralyzing fear of not getting it right. So that's why I love to quiet down decision fatigue and to create structures around our money so that we can use our energy for more quite frankly, important things. So how can you create financial structure and why does it lead to freedom? Well, if we put our money on autopilot, then it frees up space for us to think about other things. Again, going back to that example at the beginning of this episode, I thought that having no rules would lead me to feel very free, when in fact, it led me to feeling really anxious and on edge. 
So we want to do the same thing with our money. We want to create some rules. We want to create some systems that fit into a structure so we can have some financial freedom, right? If we automatically pay our bills, if we automatically create rules around what we do when we get a bonus, we get to reduce the chance that we will be stuck in decision fatigue, right? And that can help lead to freedom. So let's just kind of run through a couple examples of ways you can create financial structure in your life. So one way, as I mentioned, is automation. My entire online course, Clarify for Couples, is built around this idea of automating your saving and your spending, putting your savings on autopilot so that you can think about other things. And of course, I go deeper into my course of how to set up that structure and how to make sure that you have enough different accounts going so that you are automatically saving for short, medium, and long-term goals. You're automatically saving to donate to charities and organizations that are important to you. But for today's podcast episode, we'll just leave it at that, that automating your saving and your spending for short and long-term goals can really free things up. And it's so easy to do now. It's so easy to automate your saving. It's so easy to automate your donating so that you don't have to think about it. So that's one way is just creating automation. Another way to create financial structure in your life is to decide before it happens what you will do with financial windfalls. So if you get a bonus at work, if your tax return is bigger than you'd anticipated, if you get an inheritance from a long lost relative, right? You want to have a plan in place, a structure in place, so when that financial windfall happens, You don't have to sit in anxiety and overwhelm. You can already have a plan in place for what you're going to do with that money. And that plan can be different for each person. Personally, I'm a fan of, if you ever get a financial windfall, of of having some fun with it, right? Not spending it all on like a weekend at the casino, but taking 10, 15, 20%, depending on how much money comes in, and using it for something exclusively that is fun, whether that is going somewhere for a long weekend, whether that is upgrading your entertainment system in your home, whatever kind of values are really special and in alignment for you, just taking a percentage of that money and automatically saying like, this is our fun money. We are going to enjoy it. We are going to treat ourselves and then creating a structure for what will you do with that other percentage. So let's just make it easy. Let's say 20% of your, your windfall of your unexpected money goes to fun things. We've got 80% left. Let's throw 40% of it into retirement and let's throw 40% of it into a a midterm savings goal like a, a down payment on a house or on paying off student loans, right? You can kind of play around with those numbers, but you and your partner can create those financial structures and create a plan and put it in place so that if and when those financial windfalls come, you don't have to get stuck in in that paralysis of not knowing what to do. You can go, oh, remember, we'd already talked about this. We decided 20% was going to be for fun, 40% was going to be for retirement, and the other 40% was going to be for paying off our student loans, right? So that's another example 
of creating some sort of financial structure that really works for you. Another financial structure on the opposite end, on the giving end, is creating some rules around gifts and giving, right? (laughs) Depending on what phase of life you're in, you might be attending a lot of weddings. You might be attending a lot of high school graduations. You might be attending baby showers, right? So you want to create with your partner, what are some rules we're going to use when those events come up? And you can kind of decide, okay, we will always give 150 bucks when it is a wedding, or we will always give a gift card toward a college bookstore when we attend a, a high school graduation, right? You can create some nice rules that are just, you know, you don't have to announce them to the world, but they can be within your relationship to make it work and to make it really easy when these financial things inevitably come up because that's life. We will always have those things kind of come up for us. And again, making this structure, creating this rule or this guideline for yourselves can make it so much easier. It can alleviate that decision fatigue. It can create some freedom within your life because you've already done some of that heavy lifting emotionally when you weren't in a a frantic space, right? You didn't have to decide the day of a friend's wedding what you were going to do for a gift because you decided with your partner six months ago what your kind of guideline was going to be for giving, And you can use that with charities, too. You can use that with organizations, too. You can say, look, at the top of the year, we want to give, you know, 3% of our income to charities. Here's the three that we've chosen, and we're going to automatically donate each month to those causes so that when the the scouts come a-knocking in the springtime and want you to buy some stuff, you can confidently and comfortably say, like, you'd already earmarked your giving for the year. (laughs) And I should say... I totally fall, not fall for the Girl Scouts. I totally stock up on those Thin Mints every year. And maybe now as I'm talking it through with you guys, I should create some sort of of earmarked slush fund for the Thin Mints springtime extravaganza that's about to go down in my household. (laughs) Anyway, so in summary, let's recap why creating structure is so important for freedom and just three quick examples of what what financial structure might look like in your household. Okay, so remember, we as humans experience making lots and lots of decisions. So the more we can create some plans, the, the less likely it is that we will experience that decision fatigue. Three different structures you can create in your financial world are automation, right? So automatically paying your bills, automatically topping off some of your short-term goals. Number two, when you are creating financial structures is to decide what you want to do with windfalls. And then number three, another way you can cultivate some financial structure in your life is to decide what you will do automatically with your giving. And again, those are just a few ideas, but I wanted to help kind of paint the picture for you of how financial structure might show up in your relationship and to help give you permission to put a little bit of structure into your life to really grow and cultivate 
that freedom, right? When we have that practicality built into our finances, it gives us some freedom to have some more fun in other areas. Have you requested access to my private Instagram community at Mind Money Community? Learn from and connect with others in similar situations as we talk about what we've done to keep our relationships alive and thriving. On Mondays, I share money tips. Thursdays, I go live answering your questions. And Fridays are reserved for fun. Hope to see you there at Mind Money Community. or guests are rendering legal, accounting, clinical, medical, or other professional information. If you want professional help, please seek it out.